I've made this argument before, and I think it's a very important one that so far I'm the only one who's made this argument. Um, but it's that anyone who's saying hodl, hold on for dear life, um, basically don't sell your Bitcoin, uh, is potentially committing fraud. And I say uh, it's potentially because, well, you probably have to be a pretty uh, prominent Bitcoiner you know, well-known in the space, have a large Twitter following or be a talking head on CNBC or basically someone who's followed um, in the Bitcoin space uh, to, to, to be, to worry about potentially being sued. But um, I just want to, I'd like to talk to anybody who is convinced to hodl. And today's a great day to do it because the price of Bitcoin is down you know, eight, nine percent today. And I just saw, you know, Dan Held post a, a tweet saying, um, it's a cute little graphic. And, uh, you know, I guess somebody, he's replying to someone's tweet, but it's basically this graphic that says, you thought hollowing would be easy. You know, you thought it'd be easy. And then, and then it has this chart that shows all these, these ups and downs, right? That, that this guy has to go along uh, to get to his end goal. Uh, but his end goal, you know, it, the graphic shows it is is higher, right? It shows it's higher. Um, so the the got the the goal of the hodler of the hodl meme, and I don't like the word meme, but the, the goal of this phrase is to get people to um, to not sell their Bitcoin, even when the price is down, and it looks like you know there could be a problem. It looks like the Fed is raising interest rates, right? It looks like there's there's going to be less money coming in. Uh, they want you to hodl. And um, I just want to make the argument that if if a prominent Bitcoiner is telling people to hodl, um, they, they might want to be careful because I think legally they could be sued. And I think if, 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 this, if this hodler person who's prominent, right, gets sued, the harm would be, well, you told me to hold, and I did, and I lost money on Bitcoin. And... If you can prove that this guy ever sold Bitcoin before, if you can prove that he ever sold Bitcoin, you've nailed him. You know, maybe the judge will say you have to prove that he only was selling Bitcoin after he said to hodl, right? After he said to hodl. Like like if this Dan Held guy, I assume he sold Bitcoin at some point in his life. Um Will the judge get him for that? Or will the jury say, hey, you've sold Bitcoin, you're a hypocrite. You can't tell other people to hodl. Or will they say, well, he sold back when Bitcoin was at $500. We'll let that go. But as long as he hasn't sold anything recently, you know, when he's been talking about hodl recently in the last, say, year, then that's okay. So, So basically, though, we can take a peek if you sue him. We can take a peek and it'll be exposed every time this guy sold Bitcoin. And so if he sold Bitcoin in the past year, we'll know about it, right? We'll, we'll know about it because if you sue him for fraud, and why is this fraud? Why is this fraud? Well, go back to what fraud is. What is fraud? And there's this excellent article I recommend. It's from, it's written on the Atlas Society. I don't know the name of the author, but, um, if you type in Ayn Rand fraud, theft, um, 
non-aggression principle or something like that. It talks about how fraud is still theft. And the, the reason why it's theft, you're not using physical violence, but you're using trickery. Um, and why is it theft? It's because you're, um, you're getting something from someone else um, through deception, through trickery. And sometimes that involves physical force, but not all the time. And this is what, why fraud, fraud is the case where it's often not violence. It's just, um, it's a different type of theft, but it's still theft. And the basic argument is this again. If someone is telling you to hodl, why is that? Well, because they can't, they don't want you to get out. They want you to, to, to stay in. Number one, not to drive the price lower. Number two, this whole Bitcoin thing is all about faith, right? It's all about faith and belief. So they can't have the people turning, turning on their, their precious Bitcoin. Uh, but number three, it's so that they can get out while you stay in. When, why do, and I, I've, I've talked before about Ponzi's and how Bitcoin um, has similarities of Ponzi, but that's not the ultimate, uh, that's, not the, that's not the essence of how I would describe it. Um, but, but it is true that if something is at least a zero-sum game, which again is not the essence of a Ponzi, in my opinion, is the fraud. But if something is a zero-sum game, or if something is being skimmed off the top, right? So some people are trying to, like the Charles Ponzi guy who's trying to skim off the top, and he was on, he was paying people off. Uh, he had to pay them a profit. Well, where did all this money come from? Well, he didn't really have a legitimate investment. So some people had to lose. And Bitcoin is is not a Ponzi like that. But it is a wealth, um, it's a wealth transfer mechanism. All that's going on in Bitcoin, it's not a productive activity, right? All that's going on is that so somebody else is, is getting money from someone else. And they got in at a lower price and they've sold at a higher price. The only reason they've been able to do that is because they've been able to take money from new people coming in. And so um, eventually those people who, who cashed out that one guy, right, they, if they can't find anybody to get them out at a higher price, uh, eventually they will lose money. That's how these non-productive activities work, is that some people win and some people lose. Um, and if you are telling, actively going into the market and telling people not to sell, you're sort of like a Bernie Madoff or Charles Ponzi saying, hey, don't cash out yet. It's really great. I know we've had a little hiccup here and there. But don't worry, uh, it'll come back. It's going to come back in the future. Um, so you're basically lying, right? The Charles Ponzi or Bernie Madoff, you could say, was definitely lying when he was telling people, don't, don't cash out yet. Uh, I, you know, it's still cooking. Investment's still cooking. Well, that's kind of what this Dan Held guy is, is saying. And what all the other people, I'm not, I'm not trying to just single him out um, because there's a bunch of them that say hodl. It's all over the place. It's a meme that, that all of these guys say. Um, and I think it's fraud. I think this is like the clearest example of it and the most um, ubiquitous or, or just the most used form of fraud in Bitcoin. And I do think it's a fraud. And I think it's a fraud because, um, number one, you're basically telling people not to sell. You know nothing about them. Uh, you don't know where they got in. Uh, you're just telling them to don't sell. And this person could be selling, right? 
but he's also gaining even if he's not selling because he's also gaining, right? So if he can convince 30,000 people, I don't know, however many followers he has, not to sell, he, he, he gains by a Bitcoin not dropping, right? Potentially, this is all theoretical, but potentially he, he's gained like um, faith in Bitcoin, right? Or people are not selling. Um, but really, so that's harder to quantify his gain, right? Because how, how do you quantify that? But if he's, I think if you can make the argument that if he's, he sold Bitcoin within some recent time period and maybe, maybe forever, maybe you could say to a judge, hey, look, this guy has sold Bitcoin before. Why is he telling his 1.2 million followers or however many followers he has to not sell when he is cashed out, when he is at a lot better position, when he, his entry price is far lower than anybody else's right now? That, that he could be following him. Why is he like inducing people, making people feel bad for not selling, kicking people out of the Bitcoin club or, or, or making fun of them or, or saying you're not, you don't have enough balls. Like you just, you got to stick it out. This is his ethos in Bitcoin. Oh, you're just not man enough. You don't, you don't have the balls to, uh, to weather the, the storm in Bitcoin. Well, you know, nobody has brought this up, but me. As far as I can tell, I've not heard this argument before. I'm the first one to bring it up. And uh, I think that there's, there's a law firm out there that needs to contact me. Because uh, I could give them all the names of all the people that have said HODL. You know, HODL. And, and, and probably, you know, all you have to do is sue these people, right? So if you, if you, have, if you follow them, and you can prove it. And if you can prove that you bought because of what they said or you didn't sell because of what they said, now that might be hard to prove. But in theory, um, basically, you just have to say, yeah, I saw this tweet this, this Dan Hill guy made. And he said, not, he said to hodl. He said not never to sell. He said it's going up. He said that, that I shouldn't sell. And I, I followed his advice. And then I was wrecked, right? I lost money. Um, then you sue Dan Held and you say, hey, look, Dan Held. Give me all your bank statements. Did you ever sell Bitcoin? Because I will prove that you're a hypocrite, that if you ever sold Bitcoin in your life, let's just be really aggressive here and not just go back a year. Let's say if he's ever sold Bitcoin, he, he's being not only a hypocrite, but he's also sort of committing fraud because he's telling someone something to do that he himself has not done, right? So he's telling someone to huddle and to never to sell when he, in fact, is sold. And a lot of the Bitcoiners say, well, I never want to sell Bitcoin. The point is never to go back to dollars. Okay. Call them on that. Let's sue them and let's see if they've ever actually sold Bitcoin for dollars before. Because I guarantee you, all of these prominent Bitcoiners have sold Bitcoin. They're lying to your face. You know, and I, I challenge anyone here that's listening. I guess no one's listening right now. But I would challenge anyone to come in here and debate me on this topic on why you think, number one, HODL is not a fraud, why you think that you should be able to tell people to HODL and then maybe even sell uh, yourself. Why, why would that not be considered fraud? I'd love to hear an argument for that. Um, and then I'd just love to hear why you think this is any different than, than something like a Ponzi scheme, where basically uh, the Ponzi is 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 continues as long as there's uh, a limit on the people cashing out right on realizing a return if you can keep that in check uh then you can keep the ponzi story going 
um, it all falls apart when everybody wants to exit at once. And this is the beauty of the word of the word hodl is that it's uh, sort of um, everything in Bitcoin is sort of just this. People, you say it and people believe it. Like it, it's so with Charles Ponzi. That's why I say it's not exactly like a Ponzi, but with him, I guess it was up to him who he wanted to cash out. But with the hodl word, right? You're following these prominent Bitcoiners. You're, you're, you're believing them. And it's because Bitcoin is so complicated and we never, no one understands it. And we all need these people, these like, um, these Bitcoiners, these prominent Bitcoiners that tweet about it all day. And so, you know, people think are the experts to tell us what to do. Um, so part of it, yeah, is sort of intellectual laziness, I think, on the people who are falling for HODL. But again, Bitcoin's very complicated and it's, it has information asymmetries, for sure. It has information asymmetries. There's more people that know more about Bitcoin than others. And there's, there's then this reliance on sort of authority figures in Bitcoin. That for sure goes on. There's this trust in Bitcoin, right? From people that know more than you. And if everyone starts to just believe these prominent Bitcoiners and HODL, then they may not sell. And so they, they just believe. But if we can prove that these prominent Bitcoiners that are, that are saying HODL are actually selling, ding, 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 that's fraud. They're going to jail, probably not jail, let's be honest here, but you might be able to recoup at least some of your losses.